Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading, exclusive items and all the food, we've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years. We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you. This This is is Magic Magic on on Main Street. Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Here we go! Off to episode nine, everybody. Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. But first, with us as always, it's the man, the colonel, Daniel Proc. Dino Proc 95 on Instagram. And our kid, she's off somewhere not paying rent. Freeloader. Freeloader. And the Magic on Main Street mascot scar the cat where him at or scar the kitten on instagram he's probably sleeping like always on today's episode we've got a lot we've got some shout outs coming your way today in disneyland history we've got news with a monthly giveaway to top it off so excited about that also a fire at disneyland dun 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 and more news from the avengers campus really excited about that another pandora charm and some designer collection ears Tried some new food, uh, tacos and nachos. That's a pretty good deal. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. And then an onward sneak peek. And our main topic for the day, unofficial Disney days. Hooray. There's a lot of them. Most of what we will talk about will probably be Dapper Day. It's a big one. That's the one that matters. Everybody loves it. It's a big episode. We've got a lot to talk about. So let's get to it. You know, one thing that we have to talk about coming up pretty quickly here. What? And we have somebody to talk about it with. What? Our friend Disneylandia is going to come back at some point soon and talk about pin trading. What? I know. That's a pretty cool topic. And on the topic of pins, our first sponsor of the night. Yay! Now, these aren't Disneyland official pins, but they do have some Disneyland themed pins and some other really cool stuff. It's Cutie Cake Shop on Instagram. They're designing sweet goodies out of Southern California. Good friends of ours. They do some really cool work, have some really great pins, uh, little pop culture references in there all over the place. So give them a shout on Instagram, Cutie Cake Shop. Ding. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street Podcast for when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street Podcast, Sean and Tabitha will be right back. They're back. We're back. <laughs> Isn't it great? We have a I jingle. And guess what? That's not the only one. There's more. We've got jingles in this episode. We've got jingles coming out our ears. So let's get into our shout outs. Let's, I think it's most appropriate to shout out the very talented Kaylin. We love her. We do love her. She's, uh, she's our niece. Um, she's 
You can find her on Instagram at Kaylin Rabbit Music. She's so talented and she wanted to do some jingles for the show. And we were more than happy to give her that platform. And she knocked them out of the park. So excited because not only do we have a jingle to intro the show, we've got a couple that introduce segments and then one at the end. So if you want to hear more fun jingles, listen all the way through to the end, which you guys do anyway, right? The right. one at the end is going to make all y'all cry. I'm just saying. It's, it's they're so, so good. So good. And this is just phase one. She's working on some other things for us. I'm so excited. We're like Avengers campus up in here. We got phase one and it's phase so two. We're, we're <laughs> making big waves here. So thank you so much, Kaylin. You're amazing and we love you so much. Also, if you didn't notice, I'm going to point it out now. All of our episodes have new artwork and we got a new logo. It's still the same logo, uh, just a different kind of format. And it actually we put in the word podcast in there just to make sure everybody knew who we were. It's looking real sharp. What'd you say? It's looking real sharp. Looking real sharp. But my P popped a lot. Real sharp. (laughs) Uh, And that was designed by one of our most favorite people in the world, Gabe Barletta. You can find him at Gabe Barletta on Instagram. And all these hash or all these names and stuff, we'll put them in the show notes. But Gabe worked very hard on all of our artwork, and he's such an amazing designer. Check he's out so his work. Talented. He's so talented. Probably the best designer I know. So check out his work at Gabe Barletta. Also, a shout out to our new friend on Instagram, California Energy. She actually asked in our last story, asking for shout outs and different ideas and stuff. She asked about the Leprechaun of Disneyland. Now. I had known a little bit about the Leprechaun of Disneyland. I know nothing. But I didn't know as much as what's out there. So, since there is a little bit more to it, I actually purchased the book that this story is based on. It's just a little golden book that Disney put out way back when Disneyland was opening, talking about Mickey and Donald and Goofy out on an adventure, trying to open up Disneyland. Uh, They encountered a little guy named Patrick Bagora, and he has been the leprechaun of Disneyland since the park opened. His name would be Patrick. That's a very Irish name. Patrick Bagora. (laughs) So I actually purchased the book. I'm going to do a little reading next week on air. We're going to talk about this little guy and why he's so important to Disneyland. So listen to us at night. Sean's going to read your kids a bedtime. story. Exactly. (laughs) It's a fun little story. So um, thank you, California energy uh, on Instagram. Thank you so much for bringing this up. We're going to tell the story next week because it is a little bit more than I want to. uh, I want to give it the, the right amount of attention. So we're going to do that next week with the actual little golden book. Sounds good. I'm really excited. Also, if you listen to episode eight, Tabitha had mentioned having a <laughs> out of body experience, <laughs> experience uh, in the form of an Instagram comment. Correct. Yeah. So I couldn't remember if it was a comment or a message. And then I thought, OK, maybe you're making this all up and you dreamed it because I couldn't find anything. Which is funny that it slipped past because I religiously check this Instagram account because I'm always trying to make sure that it know why it slipped past. Why? Because it wasn't on the magic on Main Street Instagram. It was on my Instagram and I was searching ours. Didn't find a daggone thing. It's all making sense. And it was because it was on mine. And I'm really bad about checking my personal one. Yeah. So anyway, the gist of it was you thought there was a comment or a, or a message about somebody living in Spain mm-hmm. and using our podcast to help them learn English. Yes. It sounded like a fun story, but we couldn't find anything about it. Yes. You did find it. I found it, you guys. 
<laughs> I think that's magic has happened. That's magic. And we have a new friend. We and do. her name is Andrea. And she lives in Barcelona, Spain. And she's a dancer. She is a dancer. She's 23 years old. And her dream is to dance at Disneyland. And I think that's a wonderful dream. Isn't that great? So mm-hmm. she's she uh, confirmed that she does use the podcast to help her learn English because she's able to learn English while also learning about her favorite place in the world, which is Disneyland. And her and I are actually going to learn English and Spanish together. That's awesome. I'm very excited. So we're going to try to figure out a way to get her out here. Seriously. We got to do this. We got travel agent friends. Come on. Yeah. But there. also, how awesome would it be for her dream to come true to be a dancer at Disneyland? That would be fantastic. I mean, she so uh, uh, since she was a little girl, she saw a parade at Disneyland Paris, saw some dancers, and she's wanted to do that ever since. I think that's such a wonderful, beautiful story. I love it so much. So you might hear more about this Andrea in the future here. She's a sweet girl. I already told her her and I have to stay in touch. And she said, of course. Well, we now follow her. uh, She's also a Funko Pop collector. Like, oh, my gosh, her collection is fantastic. Great great collection. So she has a page dedicated to that and then a personal. So I'm connected on both of them now. We're going to stay in good touch. One last shout out. I had something crazy happen at Disneyland on Saturday. Yes. Um, so I was going over to the little fuel rod station that's right by the Star Trader right there. And I was had having to power sh- up. <laughs> yeah, we were running low. We were Pokemon on Saturday. We were Pokemon. It was a lot of fun. We'd never done that before in the park. So it was fun. Um, so we were changing out the fuel rod and I heard somebody say my name and I turned around. And I was like, huh? Because I felt like I'd been hearing my name all day long. But you know when you're not sure if it's your name or not and you're afraid to turn around because you don't mm-hmm. look like an idiot? Yeah. I was afraid to, but I turned around and I locked eyes with my friend Cynthia that I've known since I was like 10 years old. That was so cool. She was we've so got, sweet. We met we've her boyfriend. We've gone to school together forever. They were just so they were so nice because uh, they were they had talked about how they were listening to the podcast recently. Mm-hmm. And then you had seen a quote, something like a flashback from her on so Facebook. So that same morning I had looked at my Facebook memories and from... It was like 2011. It was like me asking about like some assignment for school. And she had commented on it saying what the assignment was because I didn't pay attention, obviously. But it was just so weird that like I had that memory and like she was fresh in my mind that morning. And then I run into her. How? What? Six, seven years later. Like I haven't seen anybody in like at least eight years. Yeah. And then so she crazy is listening to the podcast and I she was at that. Disneyland. So like just, you know, Disneyland bringing people together. So we're planning on meeting up. Yeah. Going to do dinner. Wait. Cynthia, if you're listening, you're on the hook. We're going to dinner. <laughs> it's public now. Yeah. And the last shout out is actually this week's sponsor. So cutie cake shop is a couple of our friends. Uh, one of those being Gabe Barletta, who we mentioned in her shout out, maybe like 30 seconds ago. Were you paying attention? Nope. so gabe and his wife brooke are putting together sweet goodies out of southern california and these coming in the form of pins i love them they've got a lot of really fun pins um one in particular if you look at my one of my latest posts when i had met uh good old carol danvers and Mm -hmm. uh i was showing off my groot drink you can see on my jacket, I'm wearing a cool little Mickey head uh, poison apple pin. That's from them. It's great stuff. And they've got a really cool little shop. So check them out on Instagram at cutie cake shop or cutie We'll be back. 
All right, we're back with Today in Disneyland History. So in 1960, Disneyland's Rainbow Mountain Stagecoach attraction retired. So it originally opened up as the Stagecoach Ride. It was a sea ticket experience at Disneyland in 1955. And then they changed it over to the Rainbow Mountain Stagecoach. And it shared a large trail along the rear of Frontierland with the Conestoga wagons. So it didn't last too long. Mm -mm. About five years. Still cool. Yeah, cool story. In 1996 this week... The new Team Disney Anaheim building in the backstage area of Disneyland officially opened. So this is the administration complex that was designed to host various support areas and about 1,200 employees. So fun fact, if you're driving up Ball Road uh, at the intersection of Ball and Harbor, you're going to see this building. It's that big green reflective building. Uh, On Castaway? Yeah. So for any of you wondering what that building is, there it is. In 2000, Disney fans dressed up in tuxedos and formal gowns to attend the Royal Ball held at the Disneyland Hotel in California for the 50th anniversary of Cinderella. I love that. I wish they would do that again. I know. Well, we can do it for the 70th anniversary this year. Yeah. Not too late. We missed it. Mm. Shucks. Uh, Also, as part of the 45th anniversary celebration, the Disneyland Resort introduced a new pin trading program. So this is interesting. So pin trading has only been around at Disneyland since 2000, so 20 years. We've been talking about doing something about pin trading on the show recently already. So I think in honor of the 20th anniversary, I think it'd be a good idea to have one of our friends come talk about it. I agree. Alvi, that's you. Hint, hint. Join us. So we'll talk more about pin trading because it's a huge, huge thing at Disneyland. Everyone's so poor because of it. (laughs) (laughs) We got poor because of it at one point. And also during the 45th anniversary, a new fireworks show called Believe There's Magic in the Stars debuted at Disneyland. Question. Yes. Do all of the, not all, do a lot of the fireworks shows start with Believe? There's only two. So there's Believe in Holiday Magic and Believe There's Magic in the Stars. I see. I remembered Believe in Holiday Magic because I love that show. You might be thinking they usually put like a word and then dot, dot, dot. And then the rest of the title. So there was like, there's believe there was imagine dot, 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 a fantasy in the sky. Remember dot, dot, dot dreams come true <laughs> and wishes, but that's a semicolon or that's a colon, a magical gathering of Disney dreams. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, getting back to it. In 2006, an exclusive ceremony was held at Disneyland where hundreds of cast members came together to show their love for one of the original attractions, the Disneyland Railroad. Hmm. Yeah, so they were dedicating two additions to the famed railway, one of them being the new Ward Kimball steam engine. Okay. And also the returning of the Lilybell VIP parlor car. I still want to ride. I wish we could have gotten on that. So the event took place early morning at the Frontierland train station, was hosted by the Disneyland Resort president and honored the namesake of the engine, which would be Disney animator Ward Kimball and the restored parlor car of Walt Disney's widow, Lillian Disney. Hmm. I love that. That's this week in Disneyland history. Up next... This just in. Breaking news. News, news, news. It's actually a pretty busy week in news this week. So the normal closures, everything we've talked about, I put actually, I updated the calendar with opening dates of everything that's closed. So check out the calendar. It's in our show notes. But we did read a charming little story this week. Did you want to talk about it? Yes, I do. It was really, really cute. 
Um, so there was a 12 year old boy who his wish was to meet his hero at Disneyland. His hero. His hero. I'm going to cry. Who was his hero? <laughs> his hero is John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger. <laughs> I love it so much. It makes me so happy. But it makes sense because he's in so many Pixar movies. And his favorite character of his is the Abominable Snowman. So they went and got one of the treats on Pixar Pier and hung out. Don't worry, it's lemon. <laughs> it makes me want to cry. That was a it's, terrible impression. Don't keep that in. <laughs> it's so cute. It was on. So it was through Make-A-Wish and it was on January 28th um, when they asked him why Ratzenberger was his hero and why he wanted to meet him. He said, he's my hero. He's funny. He sounds like such a nice guy. He's in every Pixar movie. And I love that. And I just feel happy when I watch him. That's so cute. I love it. What was his name? Spencer? Spencer. Spencer. Um, And he had said that he enjoyed being with him and that he called him his friend. And being his friend was like the nicest thing he could hear. He said it made his heart shine brighter than ever. <laughs> I know. I'm going to cry. So I have to go. But we had talked about this, I believe, in the last episode or the one before. Um, just in 2019, Disneyland Resort made nearly 700 wishes come true for children of life-threatening medical conditions through Make-A-Wish. So... This is something that they're putting a lot of effort into. And I'm really, I'm stoked. I I love seeing it. It's just so great. You see the the families there all the time. And it just, it makes me so happy that they're there. If you guys check out um, the Disney Parks blog, they actually posted a photo of Spencer and John together. Enjoying their their ice cream cone. In front of the adorable snowman treats shack. I love it. I love it. It's so great. (laughs) That was fun. There was a fire. Wee, wee, wee. Yeah, there was a fire. So a very, it was a very small fire in the backstage area at Disneyland, uh, right behind the not real fire station. Everybody made jokes that they should have been able to put it out faster. That's not a real fire station. It's real in my heart. Um. So yeah, it was Thursday night on. Uh, it was the the sixth Thursday night, February sixth, and the fire was put out really quickly. And an official said that an area of vegetation burned. But, I didn't even realize there was vegetation over there. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like the back of Jungle, uh, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. That's where they store the boats. Uh, but it is, you know, happy to say Main Street remained open. And most importantly, no guests or employees were injured and no structures were damaged. So good. very good news. That's scary. There was a video that has been circulating of a plaid um, kind of directing people out of the way. And the video was being taken by somebody who looked like they were refusing to get out of the area. A little bit. So here's a little bit of advice here. For all of you Disney goers, those cast members are telling you things because of, you know, the reason. (laughs) There's a reason they're there and there's a reason for them to tell you where to go. Please move. There is no video (laughs) that's worth somebody else's life. So just, just move. Get out of the way. If they're saying to move, just move. Pretty easy stuff. So that's the fire. Good times. Um, I just ran with the Ryan started the fire. <laughs> Goofy started the fire. Um, so we're going to be doing another giveaway. And it just so happens to be another Funko Pop because we saw this one. Because Sean I, has a problem. Well, I do have a problem that I'm not going to. There's no I won't deny that. But we did <laughs> see this pop and I thought a lot of people would really like it. He's really cute. It's a hula stitch. I love him. It's a Hot Topic exclusive Lilo and Stitch hula stitch. It's I want to keep him. The little hula skirt and hula headband. It's so cute. I love him. So here's how you enter. Really easy. One, follow us on Instagram. 
Two, like our post. Tres. Just DM us with the secret phrase that you will hear a little later in the episode. That's it. Now, if you share the post, if you tag people in the comments, you'll get extra entries. Uno más, uno más. But another really easy way to get extra entries into our monthly giveaways is to become a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month. But we can get into that later. So, follow us on Instagram. Like our post. DM us with the secret phrase that you're going to hear a little bit later. And that's all. Good luck Hooray! to everybody. Oh, <laughs> talk about that uh, that scavenger hunt you found. Yes, there's a new scavenger hunt in Galaxy's Edge. Um, unfortunately, it's only for kids nine and under, and they are strictly enforcing the age. Um, but it's really cool. So if you got any kids with you, do you think we could get Kenzie to pass as nine? She's totally not nine. We can't even get Kenzie to pass as 11. <laughs> you know, and she is 11. <laughs> She's giant. Well, maybe we can. Jonathan, we're taking Serena. She's doing the scavenger hunt. We'll find somebody that is actually <laughs> under nine years old because guess what? We don't break the rules. <sighs> I know. Why are we such good people? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is called Bina's Guide to the Creatures of Batu. Um, you go and you pick it up at the creature stall. It's like this little, um, it's a few pages, little map. It talks about a bunch of different creatures that you can find in the land. Um, it asks you different questions about them that you have to go and walk through the different areas, find out um, different information. Um, it'll ask you questions about like what their tracks look like. So you'll have to like draw that out too. And as you complete each one, you have to take it to the cast member in that area and they'll give you a stamp on that page. Once you have all of the stamps, you take it back to the creature stall, show them what you've done, and then you earn a special quote unquote coin for completing the scavenger hunt. That's awesome. The coin just looks like a coaster, like one of the coasters oh, from Oga's like Cantina. From Oga's, yeah. But they're really cute. They all so are. So it's worth it. More news coming out of Avengers Campus. So they've recently announced that there will be a phase two to this project. And it's going to include an e-ticket attraction. What's it going to be? I don't even know. I can't even imagine. I mean, with what they did to our brains on Rise of the Resistance, I can't even imagine what the Imagineers have up their sleeves for this one. I'm so excited. Yeah, but it's going to be... Summer really isn't that far when it's you think not, about it. No, because I mean, it's almost, you know mid-February it's now. Five months away. Yeah, it's we're getting close. So I'm really excited. But phase two, it's that's not going to be coming out in this summer of 2020. <laughs> that will be shortly after, but well, shortly. <laughs> uh, but with the first phase, we're still going to have the Spider-Man attraction, the Doctor Strange show, the, the Ant-Man brewery. brewery. Uh, some cool, you know, shops. So we're still gonna have a lot of go- a lot of stuff going on, including that animatronic that we talked about last week. Yeah, that's good. Spider-Man cool. flying above the rooftops on webs. Crazy. I dig it. But then also, there was uh, some patent information out and about, about, possibly regarding that attraction, that e-ticket attraction. Yeah. So they haven't they haven't confirmed what the attraction is that it's gonna be for. Um, there was the, in the article that I was reading, I think it was on Walt Disney world news today. They're going, they were stating that it could possibly be for a Hulk effect for the new Avengers campus, or it could be something that they're using, um, for the new Wreck-It Ralph ride. That's going to be going into Florida, which I think could be used for both. So basically Mm -hmm. what the patent is for is for technology to create kind of a tremor when somebody hits, something hits the ground. 
haptics, floor haptics. Yeah. So kind of like a force feedback effect. So you're going to feel like the ground's shaking beneath you, but in a more realistic way, it seems. So excited to see what that means. I'm, I'm assuming it's for Hulk. I hope so. Cause that'll be really, really cool. That'd be really cool. Hulk smash. Also, you found out some really cool information about how they're casting for Avengers campus. Yeah, and I'm like kind of really super jealous that we don't live closer and we couldn't try to get a job at Avengers Campus because (laughs) the application process alone seems really cool, which just makes me circle back to I can't imagine what this place is going to be like. Um, So OC Register did like a little interview with some people um, finding out the different like application and interview processes that they were having. Um, For prospective cast members, instead of just like a traditional interview, they were trying to find out like the knowledge and passion that different cast members had um, for the comic books, as well as how they are at like storytelling and stuff, because it is going to be a very large role playing role, uh, just as it is in Batu. Right. It's immersive. So you're not just like some person walking around like, oh, yeah, the bathrooms are over there. Like, (laughs) it's going to be a lot more. Yeah, and it sounds like they're it. they're going as far as to giving them their own aliases and code names. Yes. Um, and then so for when they were just submitting their resumes alone, they told them they didn't want traditional resumes. They wanted them to come up with something completely Marvel themed. Um, and one of the, the cast members that they interviewed said that she created an entire dossier for an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's so awesome. it was stamped like confidential. It had stuff like about her aliases and superpowers and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, right. That's so cool. I hope she got hired. That takes a lot of creativity to come up with something like that. So those that got called for an interview were brought into a briefing room where they were told details on like a secret mission that they were being considered for. So they had to come up with like a whole backstory basically for their first assignment. So they had to come up with a superhero identity, their backstory, superpowers, everything you can imagine. And then they had to literally break out and get into the interview room. Yeah, it was like a little escape room. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So they um, they were instructed to work together to solve a series of Marvel themed puzzles. And that would reveal cue codes to unlock interview room doors and things like that. So it's like. They're doing it the right way. Yeah. I had said in the, in our rise of the resistance episode, how relieving it was to see like first order officers really getting into their character. Being snotty little jerk heads. Yeah. (laughs) And it was, it it just made the ride so much more real, real, more believable, more personal. And so to be able to go through Avengers campus and feel like you're actually on this top secret base is going to be amazing. Yeah, because like, you know, that the people who were conducting the interviews and stuff, they didn't just give them these things and they're like, okay, and they wait for them to come in. Like, you know, you're they're watching them the whole time. Right. So, you know, if there was that one person there that was like, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? You lost your chance. Done. (laughs) So, yeah, so I'm really excited about the way they're going with this. I mean, I think it's a really, really neat way to interview, a neat way to get the right cast members in the right jobs. Um So, yeah, I'm really excited about this. And they did say flat out, like, you don't have to be an expert on Marvel to be able to get the job there. They weren't looking for someone who, like, knew every single thing. They just wanted you to prove that it was something you were interested in. Right. Which is nice. Yeah. You want people to love their job. Absolutely. And you want guests to love their cast members, Mm -hmm. you know? 
We had a not so hot cast member day the we other day. We were rolling with a C squad yeah, on Saturday. Not so great. <laughs> so you know, this is my shout out to good cast members. Do what you do. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot more energy to be rude and annoying than it does to be nice and helpful. That's true. Just be, just be good. Enjoy where you work. Be good people. Be good people. <laughs> um, and also, this, this is, this is real. Like this is something that really annoyed me and. I don't do this very often. I like this to be a, a very positive, positive show. But I will say this. The Imagineers have created these attractions to be, you know, all inclusive. Everything you see, everything you hear, everything you touch, everything you smell. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're a cast member on an attraction, unless you're told otherwise, leave it as is. You don't need to add anything to it. <sighs> so to all you folks on... I'm going to do it. I'm calling them out. I'm doing it to all my guardians of the galaxy cast members. Stop it. Please, please, please don't interact with rocket. It's so annoying. It just, there's no reason for it because it's not part of the story. Because if you think about it, okay, here's, this is, this is the, the, the exact incident. This I've heard a few cast members uh, at the end of the show on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout when Rocket goes back for the Walkman. Right before he does, a cast member will say, Rocket, don't forget the Walkman this time. Or, hey, Rocket, don't forget to grab the Walkman. Shush. Okay, well, <laughs> but here's why it doesn't make sense. So this last one said, don't forget the Walkman this time. This is implying that he's he done this, this before all the time, which means that this isn't a one time thing. He goes through every he breaks out every single time and he breaks into this room every single time somebody comes through. So saying this time already ruined the whole show. I hate it. Second, you're insinuating that Rocket is your friend. You know, Rocket. You don't know him. He just broke into this room that you're standing in. Mm-hmm. So you don't, there's no reason for you to interact yeah, with him. Yeah, you work for the collector. Right. Why so are you, you wouldn't giving be him on hints? his side. If anything, you'd be like, oh my gosh, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy is here, you know? Yeah. So, long okay. story short, there's no reason for it. Stop it right and now. And it's confusing. <laughs> you're confusing guests. So please don't do it anymore. I don't like Please. It. I mean, this is a please. This isn't a, I'm not being rude. Please, just don't do it. Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> All right. Here's some maybe news to round it out. Hollywood land may be getting a revamp. We don't know. We don't know. But DCA's uh, vice president, Patrick Finnegan, alluded to plans to make changes to Hollywood land in the park, which would make sense because right now it's kind of a mess. All the Avengers are leaving. Well, the Avengers are leaving there, but right now it's got the Avengers. It's got some weird themed food and drink places. There's Monsters, Inc., and the PhilharMagic. Yeah. So it doesn't have a purpose. There are so many ways they could go with this. They could extend Marvel Land into there. Like it could be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Just right now, it's really kind of confused. So yeah. hopefully that'll happen. Nothing's been announced, but for some reason, OC Register thinks there's an $800 million overhaul that is a definite possibility. So fingers crossed. More to come. We'll talk. We'll talk more about it as it comes up. That brings us over to merch. All the stuff. Yeah, a few new things in the park. Um, there's the Ink and Paint collection, which there's so many things that they've put out. There's a spirit jersey. There is ears. They even put out a plush Mickey that comes with um, some markers for characters to sign. Yeah, they've got a few, right? Yeah. 
So that's kind of neat. So instead of the traditional autograph book, you can have them sign your plush. Yeah. And they're authorized to do so. Yeah. And I really like the spirit jersey for that collection. That was the one that you and I saw. I think we were walking through Fantasyland or something. And it it had just dropped that day. So both of us were like, is that one oh, really yeah. old or something? I and couldn't figure out if it was yeah, an old Yeah, it has one like or, the classic yeah. characters on it. It's really cute. I, I really like that. We should put a picture of that one up too because yeah. it's really, really cute. <laughs> we went and looked at the new AP Pandora charm. If anyone would like to buy that for me, I am gladly accepting just FYI. I don't think it's a question that we take <laughs> gifts. I think people are aware. Um, It's $85.00. And I don't think they're offering discount, but I, I don't think so. Could be wrong. Well, no, because usually when it says AP, that's the price. Yeah. Because it wouldn't make sense to tell a price that would have an AP discount when everybody gets a discount. Truth. Which we saw, we actually saw in action, somebody get denied something that was a, a an AP exclusive. Yeah, I felt real bad. I mean, sure. But there's plenty of stuff that everybody can get. Yeah. You know. As you know, I don't think I'm any better than anybody for being an annual pass holder, but I like the exclusive stuff. Yeah. It's nice to have. It was the popcorn bucket, the steamboat mini. Yeah. And you can't even like offer to like be like, oh, I have an AP. I'll buy it for you. Because the whole point of it, well, in my eyes, the whole point of it is to get those $1.50 refills. Yes. And you have to show your AP every time you get a refill. Yes. So. So great. That was a good segue. That yeah. bucket's available for 20 bucks. It's a mini mouse bucket. And it's so cute. cute. Yeah, we put a and picture on her. So much popcorn. It does. Yeah. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them have been a little bit stingy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, this holds a lot of a lot of popcorn. And uh, we put up a picture on our Instagram. Check it out. It's really cute. It's, I love it. It's muted. It's got. It's like black and gray scale. It's so yeah. cute. It's the traditional steamboat. Yeah, steamboat Willie colors. I love it. Very I love cute. it. We actually had somebody come up to us and they were like, um, where'd you get that? Is that a purse? And what is it for? <laughs> she was so sweet. Um, oh, and I, the way I answered it, I felt like such a snob. I didn't mean to at all, but I was like, oh, it's a popcorn bucket for annual pass holders. <laughs> but like, so not, if you know me, you know better than me sounding like that, but I did it and I didn't feel good about it. So I, I didn't even realize you sounded like be that. Super nice, so which you were that's yeah, I felt obviously. like a big jerk. It's for annual pass holders. You were like, wait, come back. No, come back. You Let can me have explain. It. It's yours. So I gave it to her. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I would have fought uh, you. Uh, okay. So they have a new set of designer collection ears. And it's not a headband like they have been the past few. It's a full. Like a Mickey hat. It's a full hat. Yeah. The new ears are made by The Blondes, which is a New York City-based fashion duo known for their glitzy aesthetic. And they are very glitzy. I don't like them. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. I'm not saying they're bad. I just, I don't like them. They're not my, they're not my jam. I feel like I know a few people who would love them because they've got a lot of bling going on. Well, they, they have kind of like that, uh, like a... Like you know, like Vegas showgirls, they wear those. Um, yes, those hoods. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That gives them like the it widow's looks peak. like the top of Ursula's outfit. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, we'll put a picture. Of yeah, it's up. very weird. I'm I'm not a huge fan. Tell us what you think. That I mean, I don't like it. I don't like them, but you know, some people don't like the ones that I like. So, but to be fair, I haven't looked up at the. I haven't looked at them in person yet. 
Yeah. So the photos, the photos could just not do them justice. Yeah. It's but fun. we'll see. Um, for any of you who have been collecting these little wishables, uh, if you haven't seen them, they're like little mini plushes. They just put out a new collection uh, featuring the Space Mountain building as a chase option, but it also has astronaut Mickey, astronaut Minnie, a robot dog, and the Space Mountain ride vehicle. They're really cute. So Kenzie has already put in a request for the little Space Mountain building, and I told her, <laughs> joke's on you. You have to keep buying it until you yeah, get it. Yeah, it's, it's a chase. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they're really cute. I, I don't know much about these things. I don't collect plush. Uh, I don't collect plushes, so not really my jam, but... Seeing these, we'll have to keep an eye on this collection because these are really cute. They're adorable. Maybe we can grab Kenzie one. I just, I don't like that you, <laughs> it's the same with the mystery bins. You don't know what you're getting until you open it up. And Vinylmation. <sighs> That's why I stopped collecting Vinylmation. It's so stressful. Some people dig it. I did not. I ended up getting really uh Well, the impatient. ones that you wanted, you ended up buying the whole case. I did. So I was trying to collect the Monsters University set at one point and so i bought an entire case which gets you one full set and then most of a second set yeah uh so i ended up selling the rest on ebay for not as much as i wanted to it wasn't worth it i didn't i didn't do stressful i didn't do well with that but i don't other people i want to know what i'm getting exactly so regular pins off the shelf or you know whatever i'm down for that but I'm not into the hidden stuff. Speaking of regular pins off the shelf, there's a really cute pin out right now that has Jack Jack and it's scratch and sniff chocolate. Oh, it's a cookie. Num num cookie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's scratch and sniff and it smells like chocolate. I love it. So it's cute. Well, if you see any other merch, let us know on our Instagram. We're always trying to keep you guys posted on that stuff. So Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be back with Hidden Mickey with the Kid. It's time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere, Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello. Well, that was fun. Kenzie, yes. welcome. Thank you. It's Hidden Mickey's with the Kid. Kenzie, yeah. how does it feel to have your own theme song? I like it. It's, it's pretty nice. Pretty awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. That's another song from our very talented niece, Kaylin. You can find her at, at Kaylin Rabbit Music on Instagram. So for this week's Hidden Mickey, what do you got for us, kiddo? Where's uh, Where do you find this Hidden Mickey at? This one isn't on a ride. This one is in a show, Mickey and the Magical Map. Mickey and the Magical Map. That's over at Fantasyland Theater. Yes. And where at will you find this Hidden Mickey? You will find it. Is it like on the wall or on the stage? or? It's during one of the scenes. So oh, it's, it's after- in the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's after the Little Mermaid scene when like Sebastian's singing Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Which is an awesome show. If you haven't seen hit, uh, if you haven't seen Making the Magical Map, it's a great stage show. They do it a yeah. few times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, yeah, it's after when the Little Mermaid scene when Spot. The little... The unfinished portion of the map. Uh-huh. Yeah. When he's teasing Mickey for a couple seconds, he turns into Mickey. <laughs> oh, he turns into a little Mickey head? Yeah. He's like That's right. mocking him. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty cool part of the show. Yeah. It's got a really cool message. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of uh, heartfelt and a fun show. Great music, great dancing, and a hidden Mickey. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for this week's Hidden Mickey with the Kid. Talk to you later. Go to bed. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right. 
That was a good hidden Mickey. Mm-hmm. What do we got coming up in food? Oh, we tried some new stuff this weekend. We did. We tried the pork lumpia. We did. And it was good. It was bomb. It was really good. It was real hot. I tried to (laughs) go for it way too fast and it burned my mouth. Well, I meant to tell you they brought out a fresh batch. They sold out right before I got there and I was so bummed out. But they were like, oh, no, we have more. I was like, "Okay, thank you. (laughs) We wanted to try it so bad. They were. Um, It was really good. I I liked the sauce. It, It was like a sweet and spicy sauce. Yeah. It was good, but I could eat them without it. I didn't need it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I ate it without, and it was really good flavor. You could taste the pork. You could taste the vegetables. Really mm-hmm. good stuff. I dig it. Uh, we also tried, for the first time, the Caliente Churro from... Senior Buzz's Churro Cart. That's right. And it was really That thing hurt my mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> I happen to pain. love hot tamales, the candy. Uh, and this was very similar to a hot tamale. It was basically rolled in hot tamales. Yeah, and it was, I mean, if you want to not fill your tongue for an hour, eat one of these. I can handle spicy. I can eat hot Cheetos. I can eat, well, I guess it's not real hot because our guy always makes fun of me, but I can eat hot Thai food. Like, I can handle spicy food. That hurt me. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty painful. I mean, it was a different kind of spice. Yeah, because at the time when I tried it, I was eating an angry dog with from, hot Cheetos, with hot Cheetos, hot fries yeah. from the stand over in Pixar Pier, which is just a couple carts down. Uh, so my mouth was already on fire, but it was out. Yeah, this one, it's a different heat. It's a different hot. It's it was good. But for some reason, advice, I thought she was going to hand me a churro rolled in hot Cheetos. And I was like, that's what, what I thought I it was going to be. That's <laughs> honestly what I thought it was going to be. Uh, but my advice to anybody who wants to try out the Caliente churro, split it with a friend and get a regular one to cancel it out or too. two friends. They also have the galaxy cinnamon sugar one, which is like just like a purpley space right. color. So it's it's get the same, both. it's same flavor as a regular churro. I mm-hmm. think it is something we didn't get to try. But now I want to. Which I really want to try <laughs> out. The raspberry cookies and cream bread pudding. Yes. It has a cookies and cream cheesecake filling with a raspberry drizzle and then whipped cream and um, like Oreo cookies on top. It looks real good. Yeah. It looks nice. I'm excited. I So count on that. We'll try that on um, Valentine's Day. Yeah. That'll <laughs> be fun. Mm-hmm. And the last thing, and we actually did try this, and this was kind of a, this was kind of a bonus because we weren't looking for anything special, but we knew we wanted to try the tacos in Hollywood Backlot. So at, because they smell, I went and got a drink the other night and they smelled so good and I wasn't even hungry. (laughs) No. So we decided we were going to give it a shot. So we went over to Studio Catering Company in Hollywood Backlot. And it's actually the little food truck that's back there by mm-hmm. where you would meet um, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. So we were really pleasantly surprised when we were trying to figure out what we wanted. One of us wanted nachos. The other wanted ta- tacos. Mm-hmm. But we also were down to share because that's what we do. Well, we found out up on the register, there was a little sign that read specialty bundle exactly specialty bundle and it actually comes with a choice of one taco plate which has two tacos on it with your choice of meat so chicken pork or carne asada or a plant-based chorizo with potatoes right so they do have a vegetarian option it also comes with a choice of a nacho plate same meat toppings and then a specialty slush which they had pineapple pineapple horchata or cranberry apple. Right. 
and which I think is the same as the one that they have over at the little food cart right by fantasy land theater. Yeah. Yeah. Same flavor. And then you also, if that's not enough, you also get a Groot zipper with a fountain beverage. The Groot zipper is so it's cute. It's so cute. Look at our, uh, I think I put it on my Instagram, which I never talk about my Instagram. It's <laughs> the Mad Hatter with two D's and an underscore at the end. Um, so y- you get all this. You get a choice of one taco plate, choice of one nacho plate, choice of specialty slush, and a Groot, Groot slipper with fountain drink for $24.99. That's so cheap. It's cheap. When I put the dollars and cents together, looking at the board, it came out to almost $30 by itself. So you get a pretty decent discount. Heck yeah. So I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah. So, and the food was great. We got the carnitas tacos and the chicken nachos. The chicken nachos were so good. And the carnitas tacos were amazing. The cheese sauce on the nachos was spicy. I don't know what it was, but it was really good. Spicy. And then it had like a chipotle crema too. Mm. Yeah. So highly recommend grabbing the street tacos and nachos bundle at the studio catering company food truck. Up next, events. Okay, just a couple events uh, this week. Uh, One of them being Disneyland After Dark Sweethearts Night. Yes, that'll be Wednesday the 12th and Thursday the 13th. Right, but the 13th is sold out. Mm -hmm. That was the day I wanted to go. Yeah. Such a bummer. Sorry, I tried. I know, it's okay. I'm not mad at you. Um, but yeah, so they've got a lot of really fun stuff going on for that event. So for those of you going, have fun. Take a lot of pictures. And also double check to see if reservations are still available. They are doing a special uh, specialty dining for those events. Um, it just opened up for reservations on Friday. The what day was that? The 7th? Yeah. Um, and it's like a, a three course dinner. You get like an appetizer. I think it's like breadsticks. Um, a spaghetti dinner, because duh, Lady what? and the Tramp. A three-course prefix dinner that comes with a starter, an entree, and a dessert. Um, the pictures they posted, they show like little Caesar salads, a spaghetti and meatball dinner, and little desserts that they're going to have specialty for that night. And it looks really cute. At Plaza Inn. 40. That's not bad. Mm-mm. For those of you that missed it on the AP exclusive night, uh, they are still doing an onward sneak peek at Tomorrowland Theater. That movie looks so dang It cute. looks really good. I can't. We watched wait. it over the weekend and it looks amazing. I like the story behind it. Like how it, like everything used to be magical and now yeah. it's just like meh magic. Yeah. It's so, so funny. It's cute. I'm excited for it. It's like, instead of magic, everybody's like, look at it's a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and so like electricity was a big deal. I'm excited. It's really fun. So yeah. Um, really great actors in there. Uh, you'll see a little bit of uh, Chris Pratt. And Tom Holland mm-hmm. and plenty of others. But yeah, it's going to be a really great movie. Really stoked. We've got a really fun topic for this week's main topic. But before that, we've got another sponsor. It's our friends at Sugar Crush Bake Shop. Our friend Damaris is a Le Cordon Bleu graduate and she's whisking up treats for all types of events. She's got a lot of great cupcakes and cakes and all kinds of great sweets. Uh, so for those of you with a sweet tooth uh, looking for some confections for your next event, Give her a holler. Her stuff is so delicious. And I'm so excited because I get to eat a bunch of her things because I'm going over to her house for Galentine's Day on Saturday. Guess where I won't be. Galentine's Day. Dang it. <laughs> uh, but no, if you check out her Instagram, it's Sugar Crush Bake Shop with an underscore at the end. And then you can also email her at sugarcrushbakeshop at hotmail.com. Give her a look and grab your treats soon. 
We'll be right back with our main topic. Nom nom. All right, we're back. For our main topic this week, we're talking unofficial Disney days. So whether you're interested in participating or not, there are a ton of events and activities that you can take part in. But be prepared. If you're not taking part in them, the parks will be busy on these days. Very. (laughs) Uh, And since they are not official Disneyland events, don't expect them to have much information for you because they don't run them. And also, um, just be aware, you have to have a valid ticket or an unblocked annual pass for that day. So Mm -hmm. regular ticket rules still apply. Uh, And you can check out our calendar for more details. It's in the show notes. Check it out. So there's a lot going on. And so we've put together kind of a list of the more popular unofficial Disney days that go on throughout the year and a little bit about them, when they are and what you need to know. First up, coming up very quickly here on February 22nd, there's going to be the annual Villains Day stock around the park. I really don't know much about Villains Day. No, um, I didn't know about it until I read it. This is one that I've not seen before, actually. So I've seen a lot of the ones that we're talking about. Uh, This is one I was not very familiar with, but it sounds really fun. So the Circle of Villains presents the sixth annual Villains Day stock around the park. So on Saturday, February 22nd, you'll be able to join them for some wicked fun as they dress in their best villains attire, which you can be a part of. Anybody can take part in this. It's an unofficial theme day to show off your inner villain through fashion. So villain inspired t-shirts, dresses, or Disney bounding as a character is very highly encouraged by the group. That's awesome. Yeah. But this, you know, and this is going to apply for anything that we talk about today. If it has to do with a theme, uh, the regular costume rules of Disneyland still apply. Gotcha. So you have to be under 14 to wear a costume, no masks. Uh, you can bound as whoever you want, just no true costumes. And do they have like a, a website or something that they post information for their They coupon? do. And um, it's actually um, on Facebook. So we'll put a link in our, in our show notes. Just click the link down there. It'll say Villains Day Stalker on the park. You'll have some more information about that. Uh, it's, it sounds like it can be a lot of fun. So get your bounding on. I love that. I Villains hold a very special place in my heart. So that seems like it would be a fun one. Yeah. Especially because there's a lot of like obscure villains that you really don't think about like on a day to day basis. Like you don't see a bunch of stuff about them in the park or anything. No. And that could be somebody's favorite. Absolutely. I like that. That's why Halloween is so special to a lot of people at Disneyland. Because mm-hmm. you get to see those villains that you never see anywhere else. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. I love it. Um, in April, Steam Day. Steam Day is all about steampunk um, and, you know, science fiction. I have seen this one before. I have too. And I remember being like, what is going on? Yeah. So (laughs) if you're not familiar with what steampunk is, it's a science fiction inspired genre of fashion that marries Victorian era design elements with fantastical old timey gadgets and accoutrement. So you're going to see a lot of like wheel cogs, uh, like from like clocks. Um, you're going to see goggles everywhere because that's a big staple in the steampunk fashion. I did a, steam, a steampunk costume for Halloween one Yes, year. you did. I could go take part in this. Yeah. April, so, I got plenty of time. Yeah. So put together a little bound or put on a steampunk outfit. Um, uh, it's going to be in April on the 26th this year. I love. 
Yeah. And for more information, we'll have a link down there in our bio. They also have a, a Facebook event set up for it. There's two unofficial Disney days on April 26th. There this year. are. So the next one is going to be, be a battle. Yeah, fight. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Tiki Day as well. So the first Tiki Day. <gasps> I love yeah, Tiki. Yeah, took place in 2019 at Disneyland Park and Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar and Tangaro Terrace. Oh, so this is very new. Yeah. So this is going to be a lot of uh, Tiki and Disney escapists who will participate in the day's activities, which include Tiki art drops, a Tiki room sing along, <gasps> a gathering at the tropical hideaway and riding on Jungle Cruise. They're, they do a tropical treasure hunt, which is cool. Group photos everywhere. And they take over Trader Sam's and Tangaro Terrace. Guess what we'll be doing? Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so we have to choose between Tiki or Steampunk that day. Maybe we marry the two together. I love Tiki. That would be cool. Tiki is my jam. Yeah. I went to a hidden Tiki bar for my bachelorette party. That's right. It was yeah, very it's cool. pretty cool. So uh, if you want to take place in this, fantastic. If you want to take place in uh, in the steam day, great. Just be aware. It'll be a little bit busy. And um, Trader Sam's is already really hard to get into. Yeah. Don't don't be bummed if you don't make it in that day. Plan around. Try to go earlier. Yeah, because it's going to be pretty busy. We should go this weekend. Side note, we haven't been in so long. Trader Sam's? Yeah. I would love to. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. If anybody wants to join us at Trader Sam's this weekend, hit us up on Instagram. I think we're going to try to make a trip up there. Saturday the 15th. Yes. Star Wars Day, light versus dark. So this is going to be on May 1st. So this is an event that's organized by Star Wars fans. Uh, Grab your, your Disney bounds and grab your lightsaber. And meet up with more Star Wars fans. There's a lot of events they do throughout the day, um, but we're not familiar with this one. Check out their Facebook page. Is this one event. new? Yeah. I was going to say, because... No, um, it's not actually. Oh, I am a Star Wars fan and I do not know anything about yeah. this. So we'll, we'll, we'll look more into this. There's not a lot of information on this one. I can't find it, so... Uh, I'm not going to say that because that's what we're supposed to be good at. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll we'll put the we'll put the event in our notes as well, so you can check that out. That's going to be May first. So this next one is really fun because it's been going on at Disneyland for a long time, and it was actually rumored that it would not return, that it was done for, what? over kaput. Uh, it looks like they took maybe a year off. I'm trying. I'm seeing conflicting messages, but none of that matters now because it's back on May 3rd. It's Bats Day Fun in the Park. Hmm. So those of you who are not familiar with Bats Day, it's been going on, going on for a long, long time. And it's the special day at Disney when the goth community gets together and hangs out at the happiest place on Earth. This started in 1999. It's been going on for a long time. Wow. Yeah. I remember when I worked at the park, I remember this day very clearly because I had a boat. I worked on the canoes. I had a boat full of goths. And you were like, what's going on here? What is happening? (laughs) What's going on here? And it was just, it was very confusing to me. I was like, just, just, just a big group of people. Like you can just all friends. What is this? And they told me, oh no, it's bats day. And I'm like, I have no idea what that is. So kind of cool. But then that was a bit of, why can't I talk? That was back in 2000. Wow. Yeah. So it was pretty new. We should try to take part in as many unofficial days as we can this year. Yes. But with Bats Day, Bats Day isn't a costume event. Yeah. This is for people who dress like that naturally, normally. So it's not, I mean, anybody can, but uh, you'll expect to see guests dressed in goth, steampunk, Halloween rockabilly and more. 
Um, and again, like, like any other of these events, this is organized by people outside of, of Disney. Uh, but it's also a convention type event that happens during an entire weekend once a year. And they'll have a few events just like Dapper Day does over at the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, some of the events include a private dinner and a spooky shopping experience with over 60 exhibitors. And then the last day they spend it in Disneyland to do little meetups and photo ops. So I'm looking at their Facebook page right now. Mm-hmm. Do they do a theme every year? Because the, on, on the one it says right now, it says bats and tiki. Yes. So that's a good point. This this time around, it's tiki themed. So goth slash tiki. My favorite. That's, that's a lot of tiki coming up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So that, that should be pretty fun. I'm, I'm glad to see it's still alive because that was a lo- really long running event. Oh, and my gosh. It would have been a shame for it to. It says grab your black lily lay and ghoul whip as we go on vacation in Disneyland, California. That's awesome. Should be fun. So glad to see it's still around. Why is that not my lifestyle? I don't I don't know. It can be. You can I change your it. style to whatever you want. Too old. No. And lazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, this next one is this is not an unofficial Disney event, but since we're talking about like big days at the park where it's probably going to be busy, mm-hmm. we thought it might be worth it to mention this. Grad nights. You. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Run! Yeah, so they're going to be going on May and June in 2020. And throughout those months, you're going to see daytime crowds surge Ugh. a lot with high school seniors. Little punks. The worst kind of seniors. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we're not curmudgeons, no, I swear. To- totally kidding. Uh, but it does get busy and it is a little bit more rambunctious than normal around the parks during grad night. Uh, and they have actually released the dates for grad night this year. It's going to be May 8th, 9th, 15th, 16th, 20th, 26th, 27th, 29th, and 30th. Uh, so a lot Make of nights plans. in May. And then June 2nd, 3rd, 5th, 6th, 10th, 12th, and 13th. Eek. A lot of days. So if you're not a big fan of teenagers, probably not the best time to go. <laughs> Run away. <laughs> uh, but it's always a fun time for graduates. I remember, you know, we didn't have a lot of money for fun stuff like that as a kid but uh i did go to my grad night it was a little bit different back then uh they actually closed the park down late at night so we would stay through the evening through the the later hours the wee hours of the morning uh, but now they open it up for the day and you can go and then they shut it down at about 10 o'clock my grad night sucked because we went to magic mountain <laughs> Oh, man, what a bummer. They decided they wanted to try something new that year. And also my class was super broke. So we went to Magic Mountain. Everybody complained. Everybody was mad. And then the next year they magically decided they could afford Disneyland again. Weird. Only my year. That's I'm fun. still mad. Good times. Uh, the next event on our list is October 2nd through 4th. And this is Gay Days. And Gay Days is huge at Disneyland. Enormous. Yeah. So over 30,000 people will head to Disneyland every October for Anaheim Gay Days. Uh, they do one in Walt Disney World as well, but this one is obviously Anaheim related. Uh, and most attendees wear red shirts to support the event um, or something with an LGBTQ friendly message on them. Uh, now, again, unofficial event. Disney doesn't put this on themselves. However, they do support this group as much as they can with unique menu offerings, such as a rainbow cake and also rainbow pin releases, all kinds of fun stuff. They also do a mini gay day in May. They I do. Think, no, March. March. March 7th. Okay. Yeah. So look out for those days. 
Uh, next up, this one doesn't have an exact date, but it is in October's every year. We we saw it while we were there in October this year. Disneyland Lolita Day. I was, yeah, that was the day that I was like, I'm super confused. I can't remember what that is. What is it? And you yeah, had to search for it for I me. did. And so uh, on Lolita Day in mid-October every year, fancy dressers who are all about that Harajuku style curate their cutest, frilliest, and most elegant looks to wear to the happiest place on earth. Duffy is real popular during all that. He is. Um, I always see the girls have like little um, like satchels or like mm-hmm. crossbodies that have the little Duffy with it and it looks perfect. With there was outfits. one with a Lolita style dress that was actually Duffy bounding. It was super cute. So it was furry and it was yeah, really cute stuff. It's always fun to see these um these fans out there. It's mostly the females that I see mm-hmm. in their cute dresses. But you'll see some guys getting involved too. I mm-hmm. like it. It's it's fun to see. It's kind of like Dapper Day. You see everybody in their finest dress and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Dapper Day. That's the big one. That's the big one. <laughs> so that is uh, that's a that's an event that's actually near and dear to our hearts. Uh, so a little bit of a background. So when the Imagineers first planned Disneyland back in the 50s, uh, there were a lot of concept art around families enjoying the park and they were all dressed kind of in their Sunday best. You know, from those pictures, you would see men wearing suits, women wearing skirts, and even the kids wearing like, you know, their finest church clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 2011, this guy, he was a designer named Justin Jorgensen, created Dapper Day with the hopes of bringing the original vision of Disney to life. And ever since then, guests will come to Disneyland dressed in mid-20th century semi-formal attire twice a year. There's the spring soiree and the fall outing. So they invite everybody to dress to impress while visiting both parks of the Disneyland Resort with thousands of their elegant guests. They also encourage active and retired service members to wear their dress uniforms. I love it. Yeah, I like seeing that. That's fun. Um, but with this one, so you're going to see people in you know really nice suits. Very, I mean, the name is is perfect for it. Dapper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very smart suits, very beautiful dresses and skirts uh, on the ladies. And something that's different about this one is they have a huge expo. Yes, there is so much in that expo, too. Yeah. So this year, April 18th and 19th, they're going to have Dapper Day Expo plus the day in the park. Uh, And the expo takes place at the Disneyland Hotel Exhibit Hall in Anaheim. And they're calling it the biggest style celebration in California. They have 30,000 square feet of expo space, which features everything for fun, stylish living. They bring in a hand-picked selection of vintage and classic contemporary clothing and accessory vendors, including cosmetics, jewelry, Eyewear, shoes, hats, and more. I can't spend a lot of time in there. No. Because I will spend a lot of money. (laughs) Um, But they also sell their own Dapper Day merchandise, which we've gotten pins. Mm -hmm. Um, And a a keychain. And a keychain, yeah. So um, we've purchased from them before because they're always so cute. They do new new designs every year for their pins. Uh, So we've gotten that. But then they also have an expo stage where they have dancing with uh, live bands. They've got Holy Crow Jazz Band and DJ Marshall Watson Swingtronic on Saturday. And then Bebo and the Good Time Boys and DJ El Nova on Sunday. And then they'll also do free dance lessons and presentations from L.A. Swing Dance Posse twice daily. We should do that this I'm, year. We're definitely getting involved more in the expo. We're going to have to just keep our wallets tight. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of great entertainment. We've walked the floor before, and it's always a fun time. But there's we've taken so much part to look at. Yeah, we've taken part in the actual Dapper Day in the Park 
many times. Mm -hmm. Um, But something of note. So they do have special hotel rates at the Howard Johnson in Anaheim. Disneyland Hotel. Howard Johnson was recently remodeled. Their their Tower One was just recently remodeled and they just started remodel on Tower Two. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's great. Yeah, it was always a great hotel. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it it, they always did a good job, but now it's even better. Uh, so yeah, so special rates at Hojo, Disneyland Hotel, Paradise Pier Hotel, and the Grand Californian. And then they're also doing uh, specially priced convention rate park tickets. But they're only sharing those prices on their newsletter. So you have to go on, go over to DapperDay.com, sign up their newsletter for more news, and you'll be able to get that special rate on tickets. Mm-hmm. So the reason that we left Dapper Day for last is because we have a really s- strong, rich history with Dapper Day. We do. So we actually met at a Dapper Day. That we was did. In 2013. 13, I was so nervous. In September. I'm um, so nervous. Yeah, it was really fun. And we, you know, we, I wasn't as dapper as I have been in other occasions. I wasn't either. I, it was my first dapper day. I had never been before. Yeah, it was my first one. I had been before, but it was my first one dressing up. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of crazy because I didn't realize we had gotten in on dapper day so soon after they had started mm-hmm. it because it was only their th- third. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so I wore, you know, I wore like slacks and a, a button up and suspenders and a paperboy hat. And I, mm-hmm. I said, that's dapper, which it is. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it seems like that's the uh, unprepared uniform of dapper day. Yeah. I wasn't very dapper. I just wore a black swing sure dress you and were. vans. You cute. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was our first one. And we, we took part in some of the, the fun things they do. One thing that I really enjoy is they do a, everybody will go and ride the carousel. Yeah. So you look at the carousel, really and you would think you're looking back at 1955. Mm-hmm. It's super adorable. Uh, so that's always a fun time. And they do multiple photo meetups throughout the day as well. And they have photographers walking around taking yeah. so many pictures. A lot. Yeah. So they do. They usually do their big castle picture, which is just f- jam packed with people. So many people. So many people. Um, and they, they're really cool, too, because they'll share pictures of people's outfits on their Instagram account. They're very active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And they have full albums from each event um, on their website. We made it into a couple. Yeah. And our friend Stephanie, it's so funny. Our friend Stephanie, um, Miss Betty Bookworm. She is the most gorgeous vintage lady you will ever see. Yeah. So check her out on Instagram, Miss Betty Bookworm. Uh, She's been featured in so many things. I was looking. Because she's a professional. Yeah. When looking into (laughs) Dapper Day, she came up on a few different websites. Mm -hmm. I'm like, there's Stephanie. There's Stephanie. Uh, So we've always been surrounded by people that enjoy Dapper Day as much as we do. So that's been fun. Uh, So this year we plan on doing a lot more with the event. Uh, We're going to walk the expo a little bit more, taking some of the the swing dancing and live music and, you know, take part in all the stuff that goes on in the parks. But uh, so we met at at one Dapper Day uh, and then at another Two we years got later. we got engaged. We did. Yeah. So that one we 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 uh, we had a chance to up our game with our Dapper Day costumes. Except I got the worst shoes. I was in so much pain. Yeah. Oof. Um we did a Beauty and the Beast Disney bound Dapper Day outfit together. Still probably my favorite outfit. Yeah, it was really fun. So I did kind of a a smart navy blue Navy blue suit and, 
you know, like a gold tie and a gold pocket square. I did a brown hat. You had a very nice hat. I did like that I hat. Liked that hat. Um, brown shoes. Well, it never fit me. That was the problem. <laughs> I had to stuff it with paper towels. I got it late from Amazon. Didn't try it on. So it was too big. So I had to stuff it with paper towels for it to fit my head. Well, my head. and you knew the plans we had for that day. I didn't know the yeah. plans we had. So the plan was uh, we were going to go and I had planned this out for quite a long time. Yeah. You kept getting calls. Yeah. From, I, didn't you get like a reservation call? I did for? get a reservation call. So the way it like, worked I was, uh, I had, I had told Tabitha, you know, we're going to go to Dapper Day and let's do something we've never done before. You know, I positioned it that way. And so I told her we were going to go get a caricature drawn. And then after that, we would go and have dinner at Blue Bayou. I was excited. It was very, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were solid plans. So we did our normal Dapper Day stuff, went around the parks. It was hot. It so was hot. so miserably hot. Yeah. Um, I was melting. Yeah. So I, and I knew we had an appointment at the caricature. Uh, she didn't, but I did. So we tried to, you know, jet over to the caricature place over across from uh, actually the Pirates, the, of, the, the you know, the Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean, Club 33, Blue Bayou, all that area. We got our caricature drawn. And everybody kept showing up. Yeah, it was kind of funny. All of our friends, I was like, you guys know we have Everybody jumped the gun. Why are you here? You're Um, making me uncomfortable. Well, it was hard to plan to get all those people there, but we had probably 20 friends standing around and it was kind of like. I was so confused. We were like, oh, we're just there. We're just going to hang out until you're done so we can say hi and then you can go off and. have dinner i was like i was hot and like tired so i was like just say hi and leave yeah why are you watching me and the reason we were i was pretending to celebrate is it was our anniversary of meeting yeah Yeah, so we had we yeah so we got our character drawn and right before you were able to see the picture i stopped the whole thing i said hey you know hang on and i gave a little bit of a it was a very terrible speech (laughs) i didn't I don't know what happened. I forgot what I was. You're a very good public speaker. Very too. good. And I, I biffed it and I didn't know what I was saying anymore. And I ended it with just go look at your picture. <laughs> you rambled. Yeah. I rambled and said, go look at your picture. And so when you came around the corner. It said, will you marry me? And it had it, the caricature drawn of you down on one knee. Yeah, so it was a caricature of me proposing. It was so cute. It was really cute. I was it's very nervous. It's hanging in our living room. It is. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> um, we'll put up a picture of that. It was a really fun, special moment. And then to top it off, I said, oh, sorry, sneaky, we sneak. don't have reservations at Blue Bayou because we had reservations at Club 33. Oh, my gosh. Best night. That was the best star. day. It was so cool. So we went and had dinner at Club 33. We got a caricature done, which we had never done before. It was Dapper Day, so it was even more special of a day. Just so much fun. I can still taste the monkey bread. From <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Club 33. We're gonna... And it was weird having an alcoholic beverage at Disneyland. Yeah, that was yeah before Star Wars Land, um, as everybody calls it. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, before Ogus Cantina at Galaxy's Edge, there was no alcohol except for a Club 33. So, yeah, having a cocktail in Disneyland was a little bit weird. It was very odd. Yeah. But I loved it. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and they they made us feel very special. They gave, like, our desserts said, like, congratulations. They gave us, like, a little... A handwritten um, note. A card, like, wishing us well, saying congratulations. And we got a little... Um, 
box of macarons. That's right. They were delicious. They were. Everything at Club 33 is so good. It was so nice. They we're going to get back so there. Special. We're going we're going to get back there soon. I hope so. Yeah. Anybody wants to help me with that, <laughs> please feel free to reach out. Our anniversary is um, coming. <laughs> well, we had a very nice friend and we'll tell this story when we have our episode on Club 33, but we had a very nice friend who we have not heard from in a long time and I, I just know. I want to I hope everything's okay with him and his wife. Uh so if anybody out there knows DJ Sandler, please let me know. Make sure he's okay. I, I just, you know, I just haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Lost touch. Uh, but that was, that was a very happy dapper day. Mm-hmm. We had a not so happy dapper day. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> we, we got together in a group, we, you know, everything we've done at Disneyland has been a group setting pretty yeah. much. Uh, we went on the Mark Twain. We had a lot of, a lot of great fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we got on the Mark Twain, you didn't have very much fun. I didn't. We so that dapper day, you had something going on. I went to go visit. I had work. Yes, I, I had. I went late. to go visit my mom, so I got ready at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. And my mom lives about an hour and a half from Disneyland, so I felt like I was running late already. So I just I got ready really fast. I went. We all finally got there. You and Kenzie showed up. And by that time, it was like, what, four o'clock? Yeah. And I hadn't eaten anything all day. Yeah. It was hot. I hadn't had any water. And so we went to Zocalo. Yeah, Rancho del Zocalo. To get food. One of our favorite restaurants. And I almost didn't get to eat my food. Yeah, so I'm I'm ordering food. And, you know, it's kind of cafeteria-like where you have to take your tray over, order mm-hmm. your food. Tabitha's standing off to the side with a tray of food. I had a tray of food in my hand. And then all of a sudden, timber. <laughs> you started going down. I was no longer with the living. So I was trying to hold <laughs> your tray of food and you at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the, the poor guy who was working... At the counter, oh, no. just didn't know what to do. He's the one that saw me start he to pass did. out before you did. Because he was right? like, "Are you are you okay?" And you're going down. You know, I grabbed you, and then eventually, uh, Ernie, saved Ernie my got life. there. So, if you don't know who <laughs> Ernie is, Ernie is a longtime cast member. He works in security. He's very well known for his role in the flag retreat ceremony mm-hmm. every day on Main Street. Such a wonderful man. He's a great human being. Love him to death. Uh, I always go and I make it a point to say hi to him every time I see him. Um, but he came over and he got you some water, put mm-hmm. you in a wheelchair, took you over, got you, got some food. I got in my hand. vitals. Yeah. <laughs> But then we went about the day. They paid for my food. They did pay for your food. <laughs> it was very sweet of them. Disneyland really takes care of people. When and on wrong. top of that, not only paid for it, got it all fresh for me. Because by the time the whole old ordeal was done, everything was cold on yeah. our trays. Yeah. So they got us fresh food. Yeah. It was very sweet. But we went on to have a great photo shoot on the Mark Twain. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of fun doing our Dapper Day things. Post pass out. Post pass out. Um you know, besides having the the emotional ties for us, Dapper Day has always just been so much fun because yeah. it's something you don't get to see every day. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing that many people in, you know, kind of 50s inspired attire is it's a pretty neat thing to see. So it kind of gives you a little bit of a flashback of what it might have been like on opening day. Yeah. So really fun for us. And uh, we're going to continue our tradition and get to as many of them as we can. So this year, the Dapper Day Spring Soiree is April 19th, 2020, and the Dapper Day Fall Outing will be November 15th. 
So we're going to put both of these on the calendar with a little bit more information on the expo, what you need to expect from there. You can pre-purchase your tickets for the expo if you would like. Uh, so all of that information will be on the calendar. So check that out. If you have any Dapper Day stories for us, we would love to hear them. Or if you have any pictures you'd like us to share, hit us up. And if we're missing any unofficial days, let us know. We know there's a ton of them. So we if there's can get anything, them added to the calendar. We definitely can. So if there's anything we're missing, please let us know. Hello, sir. It's time for the secret passphrase. What is it, Sean? It is, Ohana means family. Oh. Now go enter that giveaway, and good luck. It's time for a quote of the week. Putting words together that last forever. It's quote of the week. That's another one of our awesome songs. <laughs> I love it so much. It makes me so happy. Uh, Our niece is the most talented. She's human. so great. So check her out again. It's at Kaylin Rabbit Music on Instagram. She's so great. She's wonderful. Um, but, you know, this this week's quote of the week is pretty simple. Um, I've noticed this week, in the past couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of people really having a hard time mm-hmm. on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. Just you know, messages of sorrow and, and worry. And, and so I thought this would be a good one for this week. So Walt said, why worry? If you've done the very best you can, worrying won't make it any better. I need that. Those are great words to live by. I needed that in my life. Yeah. So that's our quote of the week. And that brings us to the end of the show. The backside of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Dumb. But as always, We say it every week, but we mean it. We want to thank you because without you, there would be no show. Nope. Thanks so much for listening. And we're having so much fun as always. And and I can't wait to share with you more next week. Me too. If you have any comments or questions or any stories that you want to share with our audience, please email us at magiconmainstreetpod at gmail.com. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram. You can find us at magiconmainpod. And while you're there, don't forget to enter this month's giveaway. It's really easy. Become a Patreon subscriber for as little as $2 a month. Just 2 bucks a month. That's nothing. You'll get early access and you'll never have to listen to ads. You can get more information at patreon.com slash magic on Main Street. And don't forget about our calendar. It's free and it's made just for you. Check out our show notes for the link. Click that subscribe button and you're going to have all the information you need to get around the park. And also make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and help us spread some magic by sharing our little podcast with the Disney lovers in your lives. It's really easy to leave a review. Just click how many stars you think. It's five. (laughs) And tell the world about the podcast. We would really appreciate it. And it really only takes about 30 seconds. So if you got that much time to spare, we'd really appreciate that. So with that being said, on behalf of Tabitha, Daniel, Kenzie, Scar, and myself, thanks so much for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye. And enjoy this song. on Main Street Just like a churro You're so sweet Our time with you Is such a treat Spread the Disney love Thanks for hanging out with us On Main Street